Welcome to the Akashic Reading Podcast, presented by AkashicReading.com, the place where you can learn to access your soul's wisdom, or at least stop digging the hole any deeper. I'm your host, Teryuktana, and today we'll be taking a bit of a dive into a tool for manifesting, utilizing a feature of the Akashics, the Akashic Manifestation Trunk. Ever notice there are things in our lives we glide past? We know they're there, and we expect them to be exactly where they have always been. Therefore, we only truly notice them if they change. We're so focused on other priorities, we just don't notice the non-priority items, like the vase or end table, scissors or extra power cord, the book stack or couch cushion or chair, which are just part of the atmosphere of a place, unless we need them. Then they come into focus. This is completely normal and understandable when we lead lives which are so full of information overload. Even without social media, our days are full of information, experience, plans, necessities, and social interactions. With finite resources, we need to sort out what isn't a priority from what is. We form habits which help us to do this at speed, and we rely on taking things for granted, because if we didn't, our heads would explode with everything we would have to process moment by moment. This habit extends to our interactions in the Akashics. Every embodied person has their own Akashic room. This is a space which is only for them and reflects the life they're living in the moment, as well as providing tools to help them in creating what's to come. As we're habituated to this process of selective attention or prioritized gaze, it's really common for students to begin working with their Akashic room and think they have seen or experienced the entirety of it when they've only noticed a small corner. Just as we focus most clearly on what we perceive to be the biggest, most pressing priority for us in each moment of our day, whether that's something desired by a boss, client, spouse, or child, or something we personally feel is most important, so too we focus on what we feel is most important for us in the Akashics. This is rarely a conscious decision, and so not subject to logic or rational thought. For some students, this happens because what they're most interested in is their soul book, and so they simply aren't paying much attention to the room. For others, it's because everything about the experience is new, and so they narrow focus on what feels comfortable and familiar or most accessible. Some students resist looking at what is in the room because the items are connected with aspects of their lives they aren't ready or willing to explore, while others aren't yet ready to acknowledge chunks of their life even exist, so they simply don't see the areas associated with them. A gentle, slow, and thorough tour of your Akashic room, going by feel rather than sight, can help reveal areas available for further exploration. Something most people have, but never truly notice, is their manifestation trunk. Each Akashic room has a trunk. It can look like an old-fashioned trunk from the movies, a steamer trunk from bygone days, a treasure trunk from a pirate cartoon, 
a hope chest, linen press, or a simple wooden box. I've even seen them built in as a love seat, which makes them a bit of a hidden gem. They vary in look because they reflect the life of the person and encourage deep self-knowledge and exploration, as does every other item in the room, as well as the room itself. However, no matter what they look like, all manifestation trunks work the same way. They are a means for us to manifest things into this embodied life. There are many ways to work with the Akashics in order to manifest things into being. Within each soul book, the opportunity map, which makes up section 7, is a direct conduit to this embodied life. Going into the current box on the map and changing something or walking to the next box changes things in the person's life dramatically and immediately. Working with a problem-solving box, on the other hand, can show a person exactly how to set things up to manifest major projects, such as new jobs, relationship changes, selling or buying homes, moving to another country, and so on. It can also be used to look into goals which are complex or touch on multiple aspects of a life to see all of the possible ramifications. And then, the Akashic Room itself, being a reflection of the current embodied life, can be used for manifestation in a variety of ways, as well as including working with the workshop corner, changing furniture or furniture arrangements, adding items or removing them, just to name a few. Manifestation trunks work best for manifesting specific items or supporting aspects of bigger manifestation projects. Think of them as a genie's lamp which grants wishes or Santa's bag which is ever-expanding and never empty. Trunks can't change your entire life by bringing your perfect partner or make your boss into the best humanitarian on the planet, which is a shame, but they can support you in getting the tools you need to make your life just that much better. No manifestation trunk stands empty, because no one's life is completely perfect. Everyone needs something, and so our trunk always has items just waiting for us to discover. This means the first thing anyone should do, after locating it, is to open it and see what's inside. Like all Akashic items, the things you'll find are not only symbols, but practical, functional, and alive. When held or handled, they will begin unfolding the reason they exist, what they mean to you, and all the varieties of ways they are meant to improve and expand your embodied life. It's not unusual for a trunk to contain objects which relate to a passion, interest, or neglected aspect of a person's life. These can be ritual objects, which not only confirm the person is meant to start exploring spiritual practices they've been thinking about for years, but also templates for the specific items to be used. Once the person begins putting energy and time into said practices in their regular life, the items will begin manifesting. This could mean they'll start appearing via gifts and synchronistic events, or the person may need to make the items or acquire them through barter and purchase. 
What is in the trunk might be books about a subject the person has been inquiring on. Most often, these will not be Akashic-only books or records which must be read and then channeled into being, but books which already exist here and will be easily acquired or just show up when the person starts looking for them. The trunk could have construction tools, crafting supplies, hiking gear, or other items which apply to whatever aspect of the person's life they need to focus on most. For these items which are already in the trunk, no willpower or focused intent is required to start the manifestation process. Simply start working with them in your Akashic room, and the manifestation process will carry through all on its own. Looking at them and then putting them back does not constitute work. Bringing them out of the trunk, setting them out on a surface and interacting with them, holding them in order to have them unfold their wisdom, as well as incorporating them into the room, are all forms of work when it comes to trunk items. This allows the manifestation process to unfold in embodied life, and you'll find the synchronicities start occurring rather rapidly. Once the trunk has been emptied, it's ready for directed manifestation work. Like all beings in the Akashics, communication with a manifestation trunk is a combination of both thinking and feeling, telepathy and empathy. Just thinking something at the trunk will get you results, but they can be hilariously literal. For example, a colleague once requested a Ferrari from their trunk. They did this on a rather regular basis for several weeks, expecting repeated requests would build up the power of the request and amplify its effectiveness. About a month later, a box arrived at their work. When they opened it, they found a plastic model of a Ferrari with a humorous note from an acquaintance, who had been inspired to buy this for them on a whim. Manifestation complete! Being clear and detailed about what you actually want from the box is helpful to avoid misfires of this nature. However, what is more important is to rely not just on logic and lists, but emotions to express what it is you desire. Had my colleague communicated not only the concept of Ferrari but also how driving one would affect their life, their sense of self, and their ability to interact with the world, then a model car would not have fit the bill. In addition, including the sense of self and feelings connected with the ownership of such a car would then focus the manifestation on a purchase or gift rather than a rental or chance to drive one for just one day. It can be difficult to understand how to both think clearly about what you want in just enough detail to be specific, but not overly specific, while at the same time feeling what it is you actually want. The process can feel like patting your head and rubbing your stomach while at the same time hopping on one foot. However, we've all experienced doing this exact procedure as children. When we were little, We knew exactly what we wanted with all our hearts, what way we wanted it, and that nothing else but it would do. Whether an activity or an item, it was as much a part of us as our fingers, and we reached out with all we were in order to make it come into being. If we failed, it was usually not because of our ability to manifest, 
but the extent to which we were able to affect the world around us. As children, we have very little control over anything or anyone, no matter what parents of newborns think, and so can only manifest to the level in which we are able to affect the world ourselves or interconnect with others to extend our reach. As adults, we have full agency, but have unlearned the ability to emotionally connect with what we actually want in healthy ways. We allow fear to wield us like weapons, trying to mold and control the world around us, not realizing this deadens us to all other emotions other than rage, which is the outward-facing side of fear. In order to use the manifesting trunk, we need to reconnect with our childish knowing. We need to remember for ourselves that what we want wants us just as much, and how it comes to us is less important than that it does. An example of this is my student in need of pants. I worked with a student who was transitioning from college into their first job in their career field. They were as ready as they could be to do the work. However, their wardrobe wasn't quite as prepared. They had work clothes, but not enough to get them through the week, and only a couple of pairs of pants which would pass muster. They didn't have the finances to just go out and buy everything they needed. But being resourceful, they borrowed, bartered, shopped the thrift stores, and made things. Unfortunately, the pants issue remained unresolved. So, once they had worked through all the options they could think of practically, they turned to their manifestation trunk. Going to their Akashic room, they laid their hands on the trunk and felt the truth of their situation to it. They needed work pants, not just one pair, but several. The pants needed to be in good repair, fit well, and look professional enough for their current job. While they were clear about all these things mentally, they allowed the information to merge with how they felt about the entire thing and included how much improved their life would be once they had pants of this nature. Once this was done, which takes less time than it took for you to listen to me explain it, they opened the trunk and saw a bottomless stack of folded work pants, every color, description, and style. What they felt was assurance the order had been heard and would be answered. They closed the trunk and allowed the process to unfold. Two weeks later, they received a large box at their home. It was from a cousin they hadn't spoken with in quite a while. Upon opening the box, they found it was full of pants. This cousin was approximately their size and had been clearing out their closet, but instead of taking the box to a donation center, it had occurred to them their cousin might be able to use them. The note said to donate them or pass them along to someone else if they didn't fit. All of the pants were in excellent condition, all acceptable for office work, and only one pair didn't quite fit right. So, as the manifestation trunk is an aspect of your Akashic room, it's specifically keyed to manifest for you and so won't get confused and manifest things for someone else or somewhere you can't access. Just as the Akashic Room reflects all aspects of your embodied life, the trunk is a direct portal to help you manifest things into your life. And isn't it nice to have someone in your 
literal corner, which is willing to give you a hand or pair of pants when you need them. And that's all the time we have this week. Next week, we'll be working with spiritual contracts to understand how they display information and the skills you need in order to read them. If you're interested in knowing more, check out my website, akashicreading.com. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please take a minute to show it some love on iTunes. Your comments are also appreciated. Thanks. Bye.